Blog Talk Radio. Are you ready for some hot, steamy conversation? <laughs> I don't know how steamy it is, but hot, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I want to expound on that just quickly, because the real man... Good morning, and welcome to Coffee Talk. I'm Soy, host of the fastest-growing online talk show where we discuss real topics with real people in real situations. Good morning, good morning, good morning, and welcome to Coffee Talk with Soy, your new morning show where real talk happens every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. It is a blessing, blessing, blessing to be on the air this morning and to share with you a story, a topic, a message that's very dear to my heart. I I realize that as I've matured in age and learned and grown, I am beginning to see things differently, like most of you who are on the show today. Well, one of the things that I see differently is the ability and the spirit and the need to do something for others outside of myself. Now, I personally believe that when we begin to give and to really sow into a gift of giving, that there is something deeper than servicing the need of others. I think it really boils down to a connection you have with your spirituality, with God, within yourself, because I believe that outside of the need of that person or that company or that establishment, something within you inspires you to give. Well, this morning, folks, we have an awesome, awesome, I'm going to call him an angel because he is such a giver. He's a person that not only I've witnessed him giving himself, but he's a, he has established a community and an, and an organization that gives as well. People, I would like to share with you and introduce to the platform a man who has 15 years of experience in directly managing fundraising programs. He's worked extensively to develop and execute creative fundraising strategies for international nonprofit organizations. He spent most of his time designing campaigns and advocating for strong message integration across all communication channels, which includes print media, radio, and web technology. While working for the Habitat for Humanity International, this gentleman has served as an associate director for special development. He created a high-end donor program specifically designed for donors who had the propensity of giving 5000 to $100,000 annually. Who can do that? None other than Mr. Jerry L. Warren. Good morning, Jerry, and welcome to the show. Good morning. Good morning. That was such a beautiful introduction, and welcome to your listeners this morning. I'm so delighted to be with you and your audience this morning. Thank you so much for that introduction. 
Oh, you you have earned it. Being the executive director for Life Walk Mission, you definitely earned it. And, and thank you for being on the show. We're honored and blessed to have you. Thank you so much for having me this morning. Now, Jerry, the good book says, let's get into some conversation. The good book says that when we give, we receive. Some of us believe that paying our tithes afford us an opportunity to have a multitude of blessings. I mean, where the cup just overfloweth. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree yeah. with that. And, and what I mm-hmm. want to do also is to say to your audience, um, and we've heard this before in many different sermon platforms, I look at it as the, the three T's of giving. Your time, your treasures, and your talent. We've heard that before, and I want to make sure that those who have not heard that, that is simply those three T's, your time, your treasures, and your talent. For your time, I can give you a quick example. Just last night at my church here in Georgia, we were able to give over 500 Thanksgiving baskets to the community. That's my time. That was five hours of giving my time to those who are in need. My treasures, as you just mentioned, as a tither, I give at least 10% or more to my local congregation, my tithe. And my talent, you briefly mentioned of my professional work, being able to execute fundraising programs for large nonprofit organizations such as the American Red Cross, Care USA, and Habitat for Humanity International. I was so blessed to use those professional skills to bring awareness to those who have the propensity to give a four, five, or six figure gift. That was my talent to do that, to escort these givers to see projects that they fund throughout the world. Of some 170 countries worldwide, able to communicate to these donors and to get them out to see funded projects that they funded. And it was such a blessing to do that and to be able to share that wonderful blessing of giving, wonderful blessing of giving. And, and Jerry, I have a question for you, being a personal giver and have been a person who has established a company and who has led organizations to to give. Some of us believe that we're not in position to give. And and, and I want to just focus in on, on the, the people who are listening to this broadcast who may feel that they they, they can't find their maybe their, their time, treasure, and talent. And those are some really, really good points to put out there because it will allow them to see that there is something in you that you can give. But let's talk to that layman person who who maybe have not realized where, where they can give or, or what they can give. How do they find out what's in me to give? It, thank you for saying that because I, I do believe, Don, that giving is something we do every day, whether we see it or not. 
to give another person a smile as you are shopping in a grocery store. That's giving. To be able to go across the street and take time to speak to a neighbor and give edification, words of encouraging. You're giving. To be able to walk the streets or walk down a nature trail and touch a young person's life by encouraging him or her to ride that bike from a tricycle. You're giving. And you may not even know that you're doing it, but you're giving. And it doesn't require a whole lot of time on your hand. You can go about your way doing things beyond your house. When you go to your football game tomorrow on Sunday and in giving them a good word or good message about what you have done to someone else, you're you're now replicating your giving for others to give to. It encourages them to do that. So when I'm always out speaking to people in various community meetings or with my clients, I always try to give them something to resonate on, to know that if I can do this, if Jerry can do this, certainly I can do this. It's not that hard. So those who are out there who don't feel like they're giving, you might be giving and you don't even know it at all. Mm -hmm. You have no idea that you're doing it. So even as we speak today, There are people who are listening to this message, and I'm sure they're they're somewhat inspired already to challenge themselves. It's a beautiful day today here in Atlanta. I might as well go out. (laughs) I might as well go out and share something of great news. And that's it. You're giving. You're giving someone hope because... There are people out there, Don, who are hurting, and they need that smile from you just to make their day. I walked to a retail store, I think two weeks ago, and there was a Mm -hmm. young lady who works at this retail store. And she noticed that I frequent the retail store, and she just started with this question, Sir, are you a pastor? I told her, No, I'm not a pastor. She said, there's something about you. I see you come in this store all the time. And every time you come in, there's just something positive about you. You give people the encouragement to know that there are good people that walk the face of this earth. So even if you even give a smile or you don't give a smile, you resonate. Your glow of who you are. It's all about positivity, and it makes them feel, wow, that's a great thing. It, it is. It, it really, it really is a great thing, and and and, I, and I'm glad you you kind of laid lay it out where people can begin to give in, in small amounts. But I, I believe that we should really start somewhere, and I think that the perfect gift to really give from the heart. It, it, I think it's taught. It, it, it can be taught. 
even if we look at look at our children, our, our small children, encouraging them to share, encouraging them to to say thanks. These are also mm-hmm. acts of giving. Where if we mm-hmm. if we teach our children this early, it becomes easier as an adult. Now I remember as a child, it was mandatory that we go to our grandmother's house and give services. We would have mm-hmm. to go there. It was like, it's Saturday. I'm going to drop you off at, at, at your grandmother's, and you're going to go over there and dust. You're going to go over there and clean. You're going to go mm-hmm. over there and help your grandmother out. So I remember growing up as a child, it, it was mandatory that we had to go and to give back to, to our elders mm-hmm. and to senior people in, in our family. I mean, w- what's happened to that now? It's unfortunate because we spend more of our time doing things in a silo way. Uh, we we now have lots of gadgets, uh, social media apps that will consume our time. Those things draw you away from being sociable. Mm-hmm. So that when you're spending time on Facebook and Twitter and all those other elements, it becomes a distraction, and we've lost the art of conversating with one another. And what I try to encourage people to do is to leave away from those technologies in the morning. Refresh your mind about how I can be a great contributor today. I don't really talk to anyone in the mornings until after 9 o'clock. I really spend more of my time figuring out what do I need to do? How do I need to be a better person today? How can I give to someone else? Whether it's just a kind word. There's a book entitled The Ten Powerful Phrases, written by Richard DeVos. And he has simple phrases that will give you clues to be positive and give back to people. Because people respond to these phrases. One of them is, I need you, or I trust you. Those are some things that make people relatable to you. Mm-hmm. I respect you. I love you. Are other powerful phrases that you use in your dialogue every day. It's giving back. It's giving people hope to know that I need you and you need me. And like you said, with your being raising up as a child and going to your grandmother to do house chores. Not only was that a a ritual to do, but you learned something from it. Mm-hmm. It's about giving back to other people. So I'm sure when you see an elderly somewhere, Don, you are prone to help out. If you see a lady trying to walk across the street, I'm sure that instinct of what you've learned as a child you'll be drawn to help that lady across the street because you were taught something to give back. And again, it doesn't have any monetary association with it at all. It's all about doing what you know what's best for others. That's Mm -hmm. giving. Now, you know, there's a quote that I, I, I love. I found it a few days ago, and I held on to it because I wanted to share it on the air today. And the quote is by Mother Teresa which says, it's not how much we give, but how much love we put into giving. Mm-hmm. 
So let's talk, I, Jerry, about that gracious, that gracious giver. You know, it, it, in, in church we hear um, the Lord loves a cheerful giver. So let, let, let's talk and share some points and insights real quickly, if we could, about that uncheerful giver and how it um, and, and, and what that means to you. Any comments you have on that to the person who, who's giving grudgingly? You know, someone's like, yeah, I'll do it, but they really don't want to do it. How, how yes. do they begin to find balance in, in that? Should they not do it, or, or, or when, when do you cross the line and do it anyway? Yeah. I think when we look at certain situations for those uncheerful givers, sometimes it takes a story to change a person's heart. And when we read in the good book about how certain people uh, overcome tragedy versus triumph, what you find is there is a change element somewhere. Somebody was part of that change. Somebody did something. For example, the Good Samaritan passage in the good book, how this person was on the road and was beaten up and had nothing. And there were certain people that came across that person's path and did nothing. But it was the guy from Samaria who found this injured person on the road, and he had such a burden to help, and took this person and had the person to recover and gave the person shelter and gave the person an uplift. Stories like that can help an uncheerful giver think about themselves. Am I that person who looked at that injured person on the road and did nothing? That's conviction. Mm -hmm. Or am I the person who sees someone who's without, who don't have clothes, who have nothing to eat? How can I change my heart to help others? And and so sometimes I think it, it takes stories to get people to see that we're all human and we're all trying to do better for each other. We're all trying to do well. But it takes stories like that to help people understand that giving is a process. Giving is something you should do daily. You should never walk past a person who has nothing or is without. Mm -hmm. You should never overlook that. I look for people now as I drive, Don, on the streets with the signs. I take a moment often to have words with them or give them hope. Maybe a gift certificate from McDonald's. I do that because I don't want to be that person in the good book that just passed them up and did nothing. Because I believe that the more you give, the more opportunities you will have in your own life. Look at some of the greatest people that we know now currently living, Oprah Winfrey. She's a blessed woman because she knows how to give back. She went all the way to South Africa to institutionalize an educational campus for Mm -hmm. girls. She's blessed in more ways than you could ever imagine. And I believe 
the more you give, the more God will give you to manage. The things that you don't do, the things that you don't do, God's not going to give you anything. (laughs) So He's looking at you as a giver, and He says, "You've given faithfully to this. You've given your heart to this. I'm going to bless you more." That's the art of sowing. And if we if we can change the hearts of people who are grudgingly giving to open the floodgates in their hearts to say, it's time for me to give. God's going to bless you even more. Trust me on that. I've seen so many stories from people that I know and have read. They give and they expect nothing in return. And when they give and give consistently and increasing in their their giving, they are blessed. That's why you heard you in your introduction, my introduction, mm-hmm, the, the mm-hmm. people that have the propensity to give five thousand to a hundred thousand dollars. I have sat in their house and listened to their reason of giving. And now the, let me ask you, the, let, let, let me ask you this, sir. Now, when, when 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 you're doing that, when when you're giving at at, at that level, at a corporate level, and and you're sitting there talking with the person who writes the check. Now, now some we all know that some companies have a obligation to give, um, depending on how they're set up, how the company is set up. They 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 have to support different kinds of programs. They they get money back, just like we all do in our personal lives. We give, and there's a tax credit to us, you know, for giving, and, and we want to meet a certain threshold. Now, is there a lot of convincing that 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 you do as an expert in, in your field that that will allow or will give these people permission to to contribute? Is there an art to that, or or, or what, what's the secret behind getting 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 support corporately? There is a science to all of that fundraising tech. Uh, tactics, but for mm-hmm. the most part, you will be surprised, and your listeners will also be surprised to know this: the people that can give in that level, they did not inherit a lot of money mm-hmm. from their previous generation. They just found the way to give, and they kept in their minds, "I got to do more. I got to do more." I got to okay. do more. So when I hear their testimony, because I often ask the question, what is it that gives you this thing, this heart drive to give? And many will tell you, I just had a burden on my heart. I, I, when I look at TV, when I see people who are migrating from Syria to Germany, I'm compelled to give. And I don't care what it's I don't care how much money I need to give. I'm compelled to give. And these are the people that when giving more, they are blessed more. And they have yeah, the yeah. spiritual they have the spiritual management to know when something is hearkened in their heart, they give. They don't doubt it. They just do it. And sometimes for us, 
many of us who might not have that propensity to give, you just start today. If it's just $5. Now, I know most people might think, well, I want that $5 for my lunch on Monday. No. Mm-hmm. If it's if it's in your heart and God spoken to your heart to give that $5, you'll be blessed. And you do it more consistently. I, I, I want to say this, this, this Jen, I don't mean to cut you off, but I, I, I do realize that we're, we're running short on time, and, and I do want to make sure that um, you share a little bit of information about the the nonprofit organization that you are the executive director of, which is Life Walk Mission, in which uh, I think this quote really relates to your organization and what you're doing in the world. And the quote is, I learned to give not because I have many, but because I know exactly how it feels to have nothing. And what, when I look at the website and I see what you're doing uh, internationally, going to different countries and giving uh, to, organ- to companies and, and communities and villages that have nothing, it, it must be breathtaking. So with, with just a few minutes more to go in the show, can you share a little bit about LifeWalk Mission and what it is that your organization does? It will be my honor. Uh, the Ministry of LifeWalk Mission International was birthed two years ago, and it was something that came about when I was doing my professional work, and I knew then that there was something more beyond just building homes for low-income families. I knew it was more than just building water wells and villages in Africa. It was more about being with the people and seeing their hearts and lives being transformed. So LifeWalk Mission International is an organization that sends trained missionaries out throughout the world. This year we were so successful and going to the country of Kenya for short-term mission work. We went to July, uh, into Jamaica in July, another short-term opportunity, as well as Haiti in August. And we train our missionaries to go out to reach the least, the left, and the lost. And we've had such a great time partnering with our host countries and each of those destinations. We are so excited for our planning for 2016 as we will go back to those three cities or countries. And we will add two additional destinations in 2016. We are planning to mobilize a team to go to Dothan, Alabama, a rural community just uh, south of the state, somewhere north of the state line of Florida. And we are mobilizing a team to go to India late fall of next year. So we are now moving from three destinations this year to five destinations next year. And so we're excited about going out and reaching those who we want to love on our brothers and sisters throughout the world. Of course, LifeWalk is www.lifewalkmission.org. We are on Facebook and Twitter. And so if you want to go with us and journey with us to these destinations, if you have a heart for people and a will and a desire to give yourself to help someone else, this is the organization to do it. So I'm just so delighted to be here and speaking with you and your listeners about the gift of giving. The gift of giving, give of yourself, is the key 
to more into your life. You will be blessed above, above all measures. And so I'm thankful for this opportunity, Don, to be a part of your radio audience this morning. Well, we are blessed to have had you and those who've had the opportunity to listen and learn about the gift of giving. We learned that there are three T's that Jerry suggests we recognize when we are giving, time, treasure, and talent. So remind yourself of what those things are. Remember the gift, especially as we approach the season of giving. I want to leave you with this. Giving is about a donation, but making a difference. Find your time, your treasure, and your talent, and give back. Enjoy your holidays. Thank you so much, Jerry, for being on the show. Thank you all Thank for you. listening and for your feedback and comments. Visit my website, www.coffeetalkwithsoy.com. You can also find me on your social media handles under Soy. Have a great weekend, all of you. Be blessed. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.